you must actively engage your mind. When it comes to anything, but more specifically, removing yourself from the functional application of slavery. When you get up there, we, we've all read and heard of things where they say, well, when you get up there, there's a script you have to say. Is this a quasi, is this a, it's a quasi accord? Or did you swear an oath to the Constitution? Or, you know, all those things. From first-hand knowledge, all that is child's play. You can have the simplest tool just like that or even much more powerful than that. But if your mind is not there, you're gone. So the primary thing you must constantly pay attention to is your mind you must actively engage in your own mind me myself and I it's the only thing that should exist during D-Day when you're in front of that magistrate and they're bringing in to do their thing there is a org a thought form covers that that room that building that thought form and whatever aura is working with it is going to cover yours and if you don't have your mind right, that thing is going to override yours. You must actively engage your own mind. We hear that they like doing things in triplicities. Yeah, if they realize that they're going to be held liable, if they realize that you know what you're talking about, they're going to you know, play tough and maybe do it three times, maybe four or five. But if they have realized that you don't know what it is you're doing by way of your mind, none of that is happening. You can have all the scripts you want. Nothing is going to go in your favor. It, it begins and ends with your mind. If you actively engage your mind right, there's nothing anybody under any circumstance can do to deter you from the substantive truth. And what these acting judges and prosecutors do is very simple. It is as simple as projection. You can have all the good paperwork and all you want. You can have all the laws and all you want. All it takes is one projection of somebody else's thoughts to go straight into your head, straight into your heart, straight into your nervous system. And everything that you think you know at that moment will be gone. Acting judges do that. They understand that art. And that art is simply the impulsive nature of the mind. Whatever natural impulse you have before going in there, know it. And even more importantly, constantly engage your mind with what it is you're doing. Once again, me, myself, and I is what should exist in there because if me myself and I really exist in there then that thing called the Constitution we constitute you which is just a written affirmation of what you already are it would flow naturally you don't have to know all the legalese you don't have to know all the case laws you don't have to cite all the case laws you don't have to speak fast but your words will be firm and another thing I mean by actively engaging your mind 
is once you've said what you have to say, they will just say what they have to say in a manner whereby the presumption is what you said basically doesn't matter. And they would repeat over and over and over what they've just said and done. You repeat what you said and done too. And if you want to take it a step further, bring it to their attention that what the fuck is going on makes no damn sense. All this repetition, if you keep repeating that, give them a verbal notice, verbal judicial notice of barratry and vexatious litigation. Contract with them verbally right then and there. This is another importance why you have to keep your records. Be wise and know what that means if you don't have a stenographer or other witnesses there. Use common sense. And along the line of using common sense, common law cannot and will not protect you if you don't use common sense. Common law will not and cannot protect you if you do not use common sense. And the primary intent of creation of all these administrative agencies and establishments, all these enclaves of the United States, engaging in all these activities, no matter whether it's in a quasi-judicial place or it's just a little post office or it's at a store down the street or it's a municipal cop doing whatever it is that they're doing, municipal police security guard or even a security guard of the store, whatever it is they are doing, it is because most people in today's world are not applying common sense. Because when you begin to apply common sense, you'll realize most of these things are dead from the start. Most of what they do have no standing or any place at all whatsoever. It is up to you to not presume that you have common sense. Because common sense is so simple and so foundational that it is easily overlooked. Yet it is the most powerful thing. Common sense is extremely powerful. And don't think you got it. Because if you think you got it, somebody else will make you realize that you don't. And how do you engage common sense? Engage your mind. Constantly stick with your own mind. The main thing they're going to do in their venues is to remove you from your mind and put their mind on yours. So that things can go in their manner. Always actively engage your own mind. And part of that is understanding the basic art of hypnosis. And hypnosis is incorporated into these proceedings so much so that the foundation of the setting, the, the venue itself, is built for the purpose of hypnosis. Those courtrooms, the architecture of the type of wood that they use, and the way that each corner of it is built and placed, is built in a manner whereby voices echo in certain tonalities, echoes into the ears of the observer in a manner that's similar to, you know, when you watch movies and you hear the word of God, kind of echoes and, you know, the character looks up and says, oh, is that you, God? That voice. Pay attention to it next time you, you, you step into the court. 
the architecture of the courtroom is built to send and reverberate voices similar to that. Pay very close attention to it. This is something that occurs preconsciously and unconsciously that most people do not pick up within a courtroom. In their minds, they're just hearing the voice of the, the prosecutor and the judge. But in truth, if you are conscious of this, you would actually hear the voices echo and reverberate. Pay attention to that. And even more interesting, that these people will engage in hypnosis so much record. When it comes to the venue itself, they're serious about the shit. Because if they if you want to fuck with someone's life, you have to be real about it. And you have to incorporate the most subtle and the most unnoticeable noticeable thing as best as you can. And make it the general mode of operation. And that is the way they built each courtrooms. And the way these courtrooms are built are so specific to the point where depending on where you stand inside that courtroom, the way your voice reverberates differs. It's, it's different. It depends on where you stand. And guess which position is the most superior? You got it. That spot where that acting judge sits. That spot right there, up there. Everything about how that whole courtroom is shaped. And in between the walls and everything. Is built. Specifically so that any sound that is uttered. From that part of that courtroom. Will carry the greatest effect. Compared to any other position. Within that courtroom. And these subtle arts, believe it or not, affects the way that your mind responds to every word that is uttered by anyone acting in that position. And although there are many things that are to be put into consideration as to how they, how people are manipulated in an indirect manner, because that's what hypnosis basically means. Get somebody to do that which you wish in a manner whereby they would not even notice what is going on. That's it. When it's all said and done, that's what hypnosis is. So there are many things and many ways that could be done through misinformation and lack of information. That one is way more obvious. Even someone who hasn't read the Constitution generally just know ah, something is not right. You know, these people are lying to me. So that's obvious. Let's talk about things that are not quite obvious here. And one of the other things that are not quite obvious that some people may notice and may not notice is physical suggestions when it comes to hypnosis. And that physical suggestion occurs where the, the bailiff, the, the deputy sheriff, stands next to you or stands next to the the acting judge or before you start to speak or whatever the proceedings is before you know you're being heard they will casually walk past by you or tell you oh hey take your hat off or you know 
lift your mask up you know things like that and of course if if you know what you're doing when it comes to any type of headdress you, you know that's your cultural and religious religious constitutionally secured right and they wouldn't even approach you with that trash if you have that in your mind in the first instant but nonetheless when you do begin to speak up what will happen is they will use physical suggestions that bailiff, that deputy sheriff, would stand in a position where you will be able to see him or her. Believe it or not, that's a form of hypnosis. Physiology and neurology, the physical aspect of you, and the part of you that you don't see that deals with the way things fire in your mind and the way your brain sends information to the rest of your body, and in turn, how you act or react to the world that you observe with your five senses has a lot to do with proximity, has a lot to do with what is near what and how far. And proximity is not just based on the physical thing that your physical body can feel, like the desk or the chair next to you. Proximity is based on what you can observe with your five senses. And the fact that you're seeing that deputy sheriff right there puts in the back of your mind, you're not consciously thinking about this, but know that what is in the back of your mind controls the output of your conscious mind. And in the back of your mind, by you observing that deputy sheriff there, is letting you know that there's an active threat that exists and that you are constantly being supervised by someone allegedly superior to you. And that if you mess up, you will be dealt with with force. But if you know that what constitutes you, for example, the Constitution, part of the Constitution that says that military power shall not be superior to civil powers, that shit will be going right out of the window in the first place. Either way, whatever it is, that factor remains. That, that armed man or woman in there, yeah, it might just be taser. It might just be a... A stick that they have next to them it might be a firearm whatever it is they are armed do they have combat boots trust me they're armed do they have handcuffs they're armed and are they considered to be professionals at what they do at securing things then trust me they are armed hands on your feet are lethal weapons too. And subconsciously, you know all this. And that duress is placed upon you the moment you step into that building, let alone the room. When you go through the security checks and you see all those armed men and women, you're already being hypnotized. You're already being put in a condition of fight or flight and when you're in fight or flight your re your requirements to use deductive reasoning and put two and two together kind of gets put at a sidebar your requirements to react to anything that you perceive as a threat becomes the priority and while that may be good 
when dealing with things of this nature, it's not always best. And sometimes they will use proximity and the hypnosis involved with physical suggestion so much that that deputy sheriff will come close to you within an arm's length. They would even order them in front of you and say, well, just in case anything goes on, you know, just make sure you stand by. They're not directing it at you. They're just acting like they're talking to the deputy sheriff. But guess what? Remember the hypnosis, the art of hypnosis is about indirect suggestion. The conversation is not acting as though it's being directed at you, but in truth is actually being directed at you. That can throw your game off. What you don't know will harm you, although it doesn't always apply. If you give enough care about your freedom, then trust me, none of that will none of that will matter. There's an ex and this this is also used. All these types of hypnosis are used to affect the jury also. There's an experiment done with pendulums and I forgot what these is this this these things that they put down and they put um it's like a thing that moves side to side. Then they put several of them down and they begin to move them at different paces. Within a couple of seconds all those things begin to synchronize. Well humans do that too. Humans, you and I, are welcome power plants. We have our own inbuilt radars. We are like our own bubble of water. And when another bubble of water comes in and mashes with yours, there's a tendency for you to synchronize with it. And if someone directs a suggestion out there, and they are firm about it. They can't sway you to behave and think the way they want you to. So much so that they can affect your body language too. If someone stands at a certain distance from you. They can make you lean to the right or to the left if they want you to. Try it. Go into the store. Stay in a line. Whoever's in front of you. Or beside you focus on them focus on your breathing look at their shoulders and match their breathing and slowly begin to move to the left or the right I guarantee you if you focus well enough wherever it is that you focusing your intent on will move the same direction that you're moving or the same direction that you want them to if someone can do that physically and surely enough, since the mind precedes the physical, the mind is what allowed you to do that. And surely enough, someone can affect your thought process and the words that come out of your mouth. They put this to use in every courtrooms, in every court case. Even if you're in a Zoom conference, they do that too. In fact, it might even be easier during Zoom conferences. Because you're going to be caught off guard way, way more. You're not going to expect it. When you're there physically, you're expecting something to happen. 
when you're in a zoom call someone can hypnotize you much easier because at this point your senses are now cut off to just one thing which is your hearing regardless of whether you're you're more susceptible to being an auditory you know learner or not whether you receive message quicker with your ears or not everything is isolated to just your ears now so to the unsuspecting all these things sound unnecessary or maybe somewhat almost like a child's play and may sound as though it's unrelated I mean, what does the way my 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 eyes look what does it have to do with the charges they brought against me it has everything to do with it if someone intends to take advantage of you they would observe the subtleties about you that you overlook on a daily basis one of those other subtleties is the position of your foot usually people whose foot are pointed outwards are more they tend to solve their problems or are impulsive when it comes to physical things they tend to be more physical and they're less intimidated by physical things and people whose feet point inward as they walk those type of people tend to be more emotional in nature so to say they tend to be more impulsive in expressing their emotional nature and the ones whose fit point directly forward are sort of a little bit of both so if you've ever traveled past a, a footpath or a foot trail in the snow or sand or mud and you see different footprints you'll see some people's foot point outward some point inward some point straight forward well when you walk into a court case they scan your whole physical existence because your physical aspect kind of de it denotes a lot about your mental aspect also so they look at all these things and put those into consideration and in how they approach you and oftentimes you might feel like you went in there already but by the time you step out you went man i should have known better I don't know why I didn't do this. I don't know why I did, well, did and had everything in your mind, right? But they have advantage of the subtleties against you. And they were able to observe it and put it to use. So know these things and do not allow it to be used against you.